what is incredible is that Cecil the Lion is the biggest story not only here at home, but it's also made a massive impact internationally across 100 countries on the planet. Um, Here at home, it dominates news media. This is the stuff that's fed to the public by your journalists by 46% against other big stories in the past seven days, like the Springboks. The Springboks came in at 16.21%, and uh, my personal favorite, Eskom, came in at 10.93%. So Cecil the Lion is four times the size of Eskom in news media today. Uh, and we know it's your favorite because you got delayed in traffic today, thanks to Eskom. <coughs> I mean, it's going to be a bit surprising for a lot of South Africans to hear that because this being the biggest story, when there is Eskom, there isn't Kandla, we had Barack Obama visiting Africa, How how can this be the biggest story? This is what is incredible, is when you compare it to stories that are so important to us as a nation, like Nkandla, Nkandla's visit, for example, on news media has has come in at 9.39%. So that's, that's a quarter of the press that's been given to Cecil the Lion. But in social media, Nkandla visit comes in at 20%. So it is marginally behind Cecil the Lion. Cecil the Lion comes in at just over 30. Um, and, and that just shows that we, Nkandla never leaves our chart, and neither does Eskom. Those two topics are something we as South Africans talk about an awful lot. But when you put it into perspective and have a look internationally at Cecil the Lion, against big stories like the MH370 story, Bill Cosby, the Greek financial crisis, Obama's African visit, all of them come in lower than Cecil the Lion, over 100 countries. Now, that is a big story. Now, there's, of course, an incentive there for marketers and for corporations to jump on that bandwagon. Hashtag MH370, for example, this morning, I found a hotel company that was tweeting saying, if you're looking to travel anywhere next week, click here for special promos. Hashtag MH370. Isn't that just morally reprehensible? If, if not illegal, I don't know. I don't think it's illegal, but you've also got a question, like, is that a good marketing strategy, carrying the MH370 hashtag as part of your your brand strategy? It's probably a little risque when you're a travel organization. Hashtag hijacking is something we see so often. Um, With Oscar Pistorius, for example, which was the biggest social media story in the world by far, um, we saw many brands jumping onto that hashtag just to try and gain exposure. For me, I find it ethically incorrect, and and it shouldn't be allowed. But people do it, and sometimes they do it quite well. Uh, We saw Take A Lot doing, um, taking a spoof on Firepool with the Nkundla story, so they carried the Nkundla hashtag and used it to promote paddling pools that were available on the site. And, And that was, some would say that was quite clever marketing, others would say it was a little bit opportunistic. But yes, the hashtag hijacking is a big thing. But how, how do we decide what trends, Tanya? And when we see what's on Twitter, I mean, is that an accurate reflection of where we're thinking today as a nation, as a continent? It's always fascinating for me to see what we latch on to as a, as a nation and at the world at large, really. You know, uh, we tend to pick one or two big stories that hit our, our hearts or we have a very strong emotional attachment to something, or it's really quirky or funny. And when those elements are available, it is likely that someone, uh, that that particular hashtag will start to trend. But what is also fascinating is how quickly it dies. 
We've seen um, hashtags pop up that have been enormous, but they last for a mere 24 hours and then they disappear completely off the charts. And then there are others that are so sustainable, like pay back the money, that hashtag is still around, it's still carrying a lot of weight, and it still generates enough press for it to enter the RI Africa chart.